Dodge City and in the territory on West, there's just one way to handle the killers and the spoilers, and that's with a U.S. Marshal and the smell of gun smoke. Gunsmoke, starring William Conrad, the story of the violence that moved west with young America, and the story of a man who moved with it. I'm that man, Matt Dillon, United States Marshal, the first man they look for and the last they want to meet. It's a chancy job, and it makes a man watchful and a little lonely. <laughs> Someone to eat with. Uh, you hungry, by any chance? 
smart enough. If we don't hurry, it'll be all gone. more, Stu. Well, then, no, thank you, Doc. I just couldn't. <laughs> Can't fly on one wing, you know. Well, maybe you're right. Do uh, not just a little dab more, please. Yeah, all right. Just there. There you are. Thank you. Uh, Doc, you know that fellow just come in? Ah, uh, no. Why? He's sure looking at you funny. He's coming over here. I'm Bryce Harp, Judge. What? I said my name's Bryce Harp. You remember me. Well, no, I'm sorry, I don't. You've got a convenient memory, Judge. Judge? What's this judge doing? He ain't no judge, mister. It's a whole lot more likely he'd be on the other side of the bench. Pure luck, I run into. Now, wait a minute, mister. I'm a doctor. I'm not a judge. What? A doctor, I said. Oh, he's a doctor, sure enough, mister. And if there's something wrong with your horse, he can prove it. Oh, shut up, Chester. So that's it. You're hiding out. Now, now, wait a minute. What in the world are you talking about? Judge Kennebrew. Big man in Wyoming. Horse doctor in Kansas. What happened, Judge? They tell you I was getting out? I haven't the slightest idea what you're talking about, my friend. I'm talking about seven years in state prison. Seven long years you sentenced me to, Judge. Seven years to think about what I'd do when I got out. I tell you, I'm not a judge, you fool. You ask anybody, they'll tell you. Just, I'm Doc Adams. Judge, I don't care what you call yourself or what you claim to be. I've been waiting seven years to meet up with you again. And it ain't likely you nor anybody else can talk me out of killing you. Uh. Killing. That's all I've been waiting for, Judge. And I don't much care how I can either. Now, look here, you you can't go around threatening people like that. Don't tell me what I can do. I've had seven years of people telling me what I can oh, do. Oh, you're crazy. You're drunk. Well, I'll see you later, Judge. I'll be doggone. Well, I've been called a lot of things in my life, but never a judge. He said he was going to kill you, Doc. Oh, it mistook me for someone else. Judge someone or other. You'll find out the truth soon enough. Oh, yeah, but he thinks you're just covering up with his doctor business. Nah, I don't think there's too much to worry about, Chester. This Bryce Harp is just another pilgrim gone off balance with a hard life out here. He was mighty pale for a prairie man, Doc. Hey, prison power? Oh, no. Doc, I don't think you should ought to take this so light. Maybe seriouser than you think. Nah, Chester, I know a thing or two about people. Hobbs just a little off balance. I probably won't remember a thing about this by nightfall. Yeah. Maybe, but I ain't so sure. Oh, now, look. He wasn't wearing a gun, was he? Well, no. Come to think of it, he wasn't. There there he are, you see. The man comes busting in here saying he's going to kill me. He's making threats and he isn't even armed. Now, just stop threatening. Eat your stew. Go ahead. Uh, okay, Doc. Yes, you know. But I don't mind telling you I sure will be easier when he leaves town. Or Mr. Dillon gets back. Why, rather. Oh, 
Over skating? Are you drinking tonight? Oh, my well, Jeff. Ain't got nothing much else to do. <laughs> I guess I'll have beer, Sam. Yeah, you're coming right up, Jerky. I hear uh, Matt rode out to Drake Woods place. Uh, Doc's been here, huh? Yeah, he stopped in on his way home. And here you are, Jerky. Did, uh, <clears throat> uh, did Doc tell you about being mistook for a judge? Yeah, having his life threatened. That man must be crazy. Uh, Doc says he's harmless. He don't even carry a gun. Well, it's a good thing. <laughs> Fancy Doc as a judge. <laughs> I sure would hate to come up before him if he was. If he got through chewing on you, there wouldn't be enough left to send to jail. Oh, no, he's not that bad. Jay. You don't know him like I do. <laughs> Give me a beer, Barkey. Yeah. Hmm? That's him. That, that, that's Bryce Harp right there. No. He doesn't look like any tiger to me. Maybe not. But he's still kind of hard to figure out. Hey, you need that whole bar to drink that miserable glass of beer? Huh? You need the whole saloon to show off in? Huh? What's that? You heard me, mister. I don't believe it. You just ain't got enough blood in you to stand there and talk like that. You're wearing a gun. And I'm going to use it to split your head in two. Pull it right there. Did you see that? He said he didn't have a gun. Just take it easy, mister. Get out of here. Fast. Sure. Sure, huh? I'm going. Wow. I was sure wrong. That man's quite a tiger after all. Why, the way he run Bob Forrest out of here. Well, I guess he ain't as harmless as Doc thought. That man is a real menace. Doctor, how soon did you say Matt would be back? Tomorrow night, he said. And from the looks of things, that may be too late. It sure might. Uh, Miss Kitty, you said Doc was on his way home when he come by here. Why? What are you going to do? Well, I better find him and... Tell him about all this. Maybe you'd better do more than that. Like what? Well, I, I don't know, but if he's really after Doc, it's no joke. Yeah, I know. Uh, look, uh, do you suppose you could keep Hart here for a while? Just keep an eye on him like Well, I, I could give him a drink or two in the house. Yeah, And I'll see you later. I'm going to order Doc. You got a plan? Well, not yet, but I'll think of something. <laughs> What are you doing here this time of night? Come on in, uh, Doc. As a matter of fact, I'm glad you came. I was looking over some unpaid bills. Here. Uh, Doc. Your name is pretty prompt. Never mind that now, Never Doc. mind it. Chester, you've owed me way back. Yeah, Doc, you ain't going to live long enough to collect it if you don't listen to me. Oh, all right. What are you talking about? It's Bryce Harp, Doc. I just seen him in action. Or at the long way. In action? Well, he didn't kill nobody, but he's got a gun, and he's awful professional with it. Well, he ran Bob Forrest out of that saloon like he was a schoolboy in a pumpkin patch. He ran that bully out, huh? He sure did. And, Doc, I think he needs to come here and kill you, and ain't no two ways about it. Oh, Chester, I told you the man's off balance. That's the whole trouble, Doc. If he was an ordinary man, just a plain gunman, it wouldn't be so bad, but he ain't. And right or wrong, he's got a grudge again, you and... Well, doggone it, I can't just sit by and let him come murder you. Well, now, wait, wait just a minute. Now, you... 
You really think he means business? No. I know he does, Doc. I know it sure as I'm breathing. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure. All right. Yes. I'll start carrying a gun. Doc, how long since you fired that old wreck of a gun? Well, I'm not too sure I ever fired it. Then you'd just be plain foolish to start toting it now. It'll probably blow up anyway. Well, for heaven's sakes, what do you want me to do? Uh, look, uh, Doc, will you go in any horse tonight? Well, I don't generally stay cooped up in here for very long. It, will you stay in tonight? Don't you budge out of Oh, here. now, look. I got the idea, Doc, and it might maybe get yes, worse. Sir. I'll be back in a little bit. In the meantime, you keep that door locked tight and don't you open it to nobody. Nobody at all, you hear? Hey, you, you mind what I say now? No, you lock this door, Doc. I'll be back after this. Oh, oh Chester. Whatever it is, he has not mind. I, I might as well go along. Lock the door. I'll say one thing. Now that he's got the bit in his teeth, he's really running. so he wouldn't see me. What's Hob doing down the street? Waiting for his chance to kill you? Hey, you know I've been thinking. If he was really out to kill me, he would have tried before now. Yeah, but he didn't know you were leaving town until just two minutes ago. Leaving town? It's got to be now or never, the way he sees it. Well, what are you talking about? Look, when I left here, I went back over to the Long Branch, and I finally spread the word around that you were taking the early stage to St. Louis. St. Louis? What Harp thinks you're up here packing? Oh, well, that's all fine. Yeah, that's just fine. If Harp really is serious about killing me, you set me up like a bird in a turkey shoot. Yeah, I, I guess I have that. Well, wouldn't you want to tell him a fool thing like that? For? Because I figure if he's going to try to kill you, it's better to know when and where he's going to try it. It's a lot better than just sitting around waiting for him to shoot you in the back. Those curtains for. So he'll know for sure you're up here and moving around. I'm just trying to make sure that I get my head blown off, aren't you? Doc, he can try to shoot you from down there in the street. It'd be too easy to miss. Oh, that's a fine theory. Uh, is your front door still locked? Yeah, yes, it is. And give me the key. What? Give me the key. Oh, yeah, yeah. Look, why did you unlock it? How in the world is Hart going to get in here if the door's locked? If he comes in that door, we're just as good as dead. We're right on the line of fire. Of course we are, Doc, but so is he. You better get yourself a comfortable seat. We may have us a long way. Now, wait, what are you doing? Why did you blow off that lamp? With a lamp out? 
may think you've went to bed. Then we may not have such a long wait. I hope you know what you're doing, Chester. So do I, Doc. So do I. Well, I go... Oh, I guess all we can do now is just wait. Yeah. Call this tuneful reminder of times past. <laughs> this is Dennis James with something else worth remembering. It's this You're so right to stay regular with Kellogg's All Bran. See, it's the normal, natural way to youthful regularity. The whole brand content of Kellogg's All Bran supplies your system with all the bulk-forming food that you need every day. There's only one All Bran. It's Kellogg's All Bran. So relieve irregularity from lack of bulk, as millions do, with a bowl full of Kellogg's All Bran each morning. A-double-L hyphen B-R-A-N. It's Kellogg's all brand. Well, for heaven's sake. Hello, Kitty. Sam. Hey, where's you? Thought you weren't coming back till tomorrow. I ran into Jake Worth at the Benson place. Saved me a day's ride. You were close for the night? Oh, yeah. But we can always find a drink for a good customer. <laughs> it helped cut the dust, all right. Beer whiskey. Uh, a little coffee, I think. We got some. Bring it up the table, will you, Sam? You sure, Miss Kitty. Uh. Mm. Hey, you look tired. Bad day? Uh, well, usual. <laughs> think about how rich you're getting. No, sir. There you are, Marshal. Yeah, thanks, Sam. Uh, it's hot. No. Did you stop by the office? No, I just rode in. Why? And you didn't see Chester? No. Why, is something wrong? Well, Chester's got in his mind that some fellow's going to try to kill Doc. Kill Doc? Yeah. Well, what fellow? I don't know. And he just rode into town. Well, have you seen him? Yeah, he was in here earlier this evening before we closed up. I'll say one thing. He's handy with a gun. Well, so are half the cowboys in Dodge. Well, yeah. You know, Chester, Kitty, he gets the feeling his responsibility if I'm away. sees something suspicious in every shadow. Well, that may be, but as I get the story, this man thinks Doc is some judge up in Wyoming who put him in prison, and he's going to kill him. Well, uh, where's Chester now? I haven't seen him in a couple of hours. Kitty, this man that's after Doc, do you know his name? Hart, Chester said it was. Bryce Hart. Bryce Hart. <laughs> Uh, Kitty, I'll see you later. Is Harp still down there, Chester? Yep. Just standing there. Well, how long is he going to... Doc? What? He's coming. He's starting for the stairs. 
Just sit tight now and don't make a sound. No, no, just are you sure? <laughs> He'll be here in a minute.
adopted in Hollywood by Norman MacDonald, stars William Conrad as Max Dillon, U.S. Marshal. The story was specially written for Gunsmoke by John Meston and adapted by Mr. MacDonald. Featured in the cast were Harry Bartell and James Nutter. Harley Bear is Chester, Howard McNear is Doc, and Georgia Ellis is Kitty. This is George Walsh inviting you to join us again next week when CBS Radio presents another story on Gunsmoke. Gunsmoke. <laughs>